Here we go, baby, let's go! Sing it, earth, wind, and fire. Do you remember? Welcome into From the Nosebleeds. And that's what we're feeling. We're feeling like September baseball is just around the corner. And by just around the corner, I mean like 10 months away. <laughs> but I'm Seamus DeWill. Taylor's behind no glass. Patrick O'Leary to my left, to my far left diagonally. Uh, <laughs> is Vince Lobiondo. It's good to be back in the studio. We're finally boys. all in the same building again. Yeah, right. yeah, dude, but I am so excited. I feel like I, I just can't hide it. I want the world to know something that I like it or whatever the lyrics are. <laughs> how was your drive-in? Uh, the drive-in was great. <laughs> uh, Pat picked me up. Um, I'm sweating. There's like uh, fryer oil all over me. It's you a good time. You got sauce all over your hands. Though. My face, my head, shoulders, <laughs> knees, Yo, Your drive-in's only like 10 minutes. I know. Vince has to complain because guess what? Me and O'Leary, well, O'Leary, had to drive <laughs> to the other studio, which was closer to Vince's neck of the woods. Listen, it's still, it's still new for me, all right? By the way, <laughs> this is way off topic, but that's what we do. That's why the people love us. Because I, that, like the, the term neck of the woods reminds me <laughs> of a very, oh, a very overweight formerly overweight weatherman who has since lost weight and his name is Al Roker. And I was just wondering He's if the only weatherman. This is what the people listen um, to us for. Glenn Hurricane Schwartz with like a weather. Yeah, but you know, whatever. <laughs> um but like Do you want commentary on your local weatherman? No, I mean <laughs> he's a <laughs> national guy. From so the Nosebleeds is where you need to go. <laughs> I, I'm just Vince, I'm more curious to you. Um like do you know like who Al Roker is? I've heard the name. All right. So, um, never mind. Uh, but <laughs> since we've been gone, uh, Joe, Girardi, Joe Girardi has been fired. I can't dream. Listen, we, were, we, were, we did a podcast in between that. I know, but I'm leading up to my point, right? Joe Girardi has been fired, and then the Phillies just started to just play better. Yeah, I mean, since, last, since the last time we did our podcast, they've, they've, they've continued to like, roll, but some of their flaws have shown in a couple games. They, they, did, they did get beat up by the Diamondbacks, but there was just one loss, and then... A game I want to talk about. Well, first of all, we mm. can talk about the Marlins series in general. Yeah. So the first game is pretty much just meh, and then Reese walks it off because Reese, by the way, you got to give him his fucking flowers. We will in a second. I talk mean, about I, all right. To be fair about Reese, right? I mean, the reason why I hate Reese is because well, of the things that he's doing now. Because it's not sustainable. He never sustains it for long periods of time. He is what he is, well, which a, is a Good Major League Baseball player. I'm on your side with this. Listen, but he's this, not great. We are once again in the position where on Twitter, this is like the Tobias Harris thing. People oh, t- I, on I would Twitter. Take, I would take the baseball version of how Tobias Harris plays NBA basketball, oh, but I'm a thousand times over the high. Isn't that Reese Hoskins? No. No, I mean, Tobias it's Harris. Not. Tobias, Tobias actually Harris performs in the playoffs. Actually, <laughs> first of all, gets to the playoffs. Yeah. Reese Hoskins is part of a losing well, listen, culture listen, of Phillies I'm talking baseball. About, the face of I'm losing I'm talking culture. about the fact that a lot, large portion of the fan base shits on him, but he has people that like... Uh, what I was trying to say is a lot of this fan base and city don't fucking understand that you can separate like criticizing someone when they're playing bad from like hatred and, and, and it's from not like, personal and, no it's not it's not personal too many unless, people unless on twitter shameless. get butthurt and like if you <laughs> criticize some of these guys they're like oh you just hate them no but you said the keyword if you criticize some of these guys because yeah. philadelphia just like any other fan base around the country has their favorites right it's just we are more irrational about who our favorite players are. Yeah, I mean, like you look back and it's like backup quarterbacks all the way fucking back to the nineties. Dude, like. you're gonna. I'm, I'm telling you, dude. I, and I don't want to get into the Eagles right now, but 
if Jalen Hurts has a bad opening drive this year, there's going to be idiots calling for Gardner Minshew. That's yeah. just, I mean, like that's just how we are. We love people like that. We love people like Garrett Stubbs. We it's think the, that Garrett the, Stubbs is, by the way, going to be the next greatest catcher of all time. Oh, this is, is a Garrett is. Stubbs. It's just <laughs> this is no, a Garrett but, Stubbs fan. No, fan show I, now. I get it. The irrationality is shining through with that statement. But <laughs> all I'm saying is, I, like, I never hated Reese Hoskins. Um, I, I just hate him as a. Do I hate him as a player on this team? Absolutely. Look, it's like I said, it's fine to like be happy about what he's doing right now. While and I also, gave him a lot of credit. While also admitting that this is part of the cycle that is Reese Hoskins. He's going to get hot, and he's also going to get really, really fucking cold. And I feel and like it's fair to criticize him, and that doesn't mean that you hate Reese Hoskins and want him to die and no. hope he has a terrible life. No, I don't hope he has a terrible life, you know, but um, no, I'm joking. Well, but I will say this. The, the Tobias Harris uh, comparison is actually, like, they, they're definitely comparable players, like, meaning you, saw, you see Toby just go absolutely cold, Right, and but then also Tobias can carry you through a playoff series. So it's like they're very similar in their inconsistencies. But I think Reese Hoskins is more inconsistent more often than Tobias Harris is in, inconsistent. Right, and like uh, speaking on Reese, so the next game in that series, I went to this game, and boy, I don't think I've what ever left a stadium huh? more angry. <laughs> At, well, Phillies, I'll specify but, but Phillies, Vince, dude. As a baseball fan, I man, mean, what that a game! Was a, Unbelievable game. Listen, I'm happy about the way the game turned out. I mean, it was fucking. What was that you score? Eleven. No. Uh, listen, uh, listen. <laughs> I took Phil's my I took my here. girlfriend who isn't the biggest baseball fan, so it kept her entertained because there were that. home runs left and right. <laughs> yeah, she's a hockey fan. Sadly, oh god, she's, a Flyers she's fan. probably happy. Today. By the way, I love um, the new coach. I do. I love the whatever hey, the, the 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 uh, Tortorella. The, uh, t- Tortorella. Oh, I love the Tortorella. I love four him. Four-year contract. We'll get into that later. Go, but Vince, continue. It's literally about, the only coach I know. By the way, I lo- <laughs> me too, and I love him. But go ahead. I literally continue. only know Lonnie. So that Phillies game opens up what four nothing in the first inning because Eflin lets up two homers, two bombs. By the, the way, Phillies get it back with a, a Reese three-run home run, three-run home run shot. And uh, then Reese, Reese's home runs were both pretty fucking they were, crazy. They were, they were shot. The yeah. second one was a, a goddamn moonshot. I didn't think it was going to get out. It went oh, so high up when, in the air. When Reese barrels them up, he barrels them up. They're no doubters. So the Phillies are up 8-4, and you pu- the topper pulls uh, pulls Eflin after 80 pitches. And Eflin honestly pitched a good game after letting up four runs he in the first. He pitched a phenomenal yeah, game. So I want to be mad game. at Thompson for that, but apparently he was having knee discomfort, so I guess I can't blame well, him for pulling him there. And, and here's the thing about Zach Eflin having knee discomfort. It's not like like a guy, like a, a random dude having knee discomfort because Zach Eflin has a, history. Has a bad history with yeah. the knees. He had he had them operated right. on his right one up until I knew that happened like the knee discomfort I was pretty pissed off that he pulled yeah. him oh, I was pissed as shit and then obviously it, it was a good move, in obviously. comes uh, Familia who immediately gives up the the four runs I, I mean I I've said it on Twitter before that that is going to go down as well, the actually, worst free agent signing in the history he only of gave up three oh sorry three runs and then. Probably the biggest debacle I've ever seen in sports in live uh, person was Corey Kniebel comes in the game and just could not throw a yeah, single he, strike. 12 he's... of 16 pitches were balls. Uh, I, it was fuck. It was unbelievable. Let's let's dig into Corey Kniebel for a little bit. Because I've never seen a pitcher just not be able to throw a strike. By the way, he's a closer, which your only job is to throw strikes. Yeah. Pretty much. It was it was absolutely terrible. Uh, I, I think what's going on, what you're seeing with Corey Knebel, 
is I, I think he's got some form of the yips. I, th- I think that he's not mentally there for whatever reason. Because if you oh, do look he's at on his the Phillies. right, but if you look at his track record and people killed Dombrowski for this, which makes no sense no, because he was a very good option on the free agent market. Um, and he has a track record. He saved games with the Brewers. He saved games uh, for for the Dodgers. I mean, he was very good in high leverage situations in his career. Yeah, no one's to blame for that signing. We are just in a fucked spot with our bullpen right but now. But you can't blame. And by the way, I I was very critical of uh, me and Patrick and I were at Barnaby's uh, watching the game, and I was very critical of Rob Thompson actually for the first time because I, I just don't understand how. He utilized his bullpen. It gave me Joe Girardi vibes. Familia should not have pitched where he pitched. In, I forget what inning it yeah. was. But Hand should have been in the inning that Familia it, was It's in. just harder now because you have two guys in Brogdon and uh, Sir Anthony who are like, you can count on them, kind of. And then like Hand has been all right. No, but they, they, they've been phenomenal. Everybody else Sir Anthony stinks. Sir, stinks like shit. The three guys you could trust are Brogdon, Sir Anthony, and uh, Brad Hand. And and everybody else is god fucking awful, and it's been it's been this way literally forever. It doesn't you haven't matter. had you plug in there. You haven't had a fucking closer since Lidge, and you haven't had a reliever worth a damn since that same run. No, you haven't. Um, listen. bring back Ryan Madison, uh, dude. Love Madison, him. dude. Ryan I Madison. get his name right. God damn I, it, I man. loved him. Ryan Madison was phenomenal. A legend in this city. He was a great reliever, and he went on to have success. No, but after he left, listen, the- it's just a fucking disgrace that this team has been suffering from the same issues. And like we're still like, what? Where would this team be this year without these fucking bullpen problems? I, I, oh my god! Listen, Girardi probably wouldn't have gotten fired. Listen, I you Honestly, know what, dude? Probably. Buck Showalter is uh, with the Mets is having a great season with those guys, but I, dude, I almost look at Buck Showalter not in the same vein as like a guy that gets lucky, like a '09 Girardi in that run with Girardi or a Doc Rivers in 2008, like with a stacked roster, right? Because not all of these guys on the Mets are like known, unbelievable players, um, but Bo- Buck Showalter is known for like getting his guys going. So I listen. I don't know if if the Phillies without the bullpen issues would have been in any better shape. Like yeah. I think they would be in second place over the like over the Braves, well, it, but, dude, but the offense has been for me it, the story. Yeah, it really fucking for the stinks. Phillies. They've too, been the, inconsistent. The Phillies are on a run right now, and the Braves have just got decided to of go course, scorched yeah. earth. It's like, going to be a long summer. Yeah. But, but one thing I they want to talk Jackson. about after even yes. after the uh, bullpen Great issues God. in that <laughs> game in the top of the ninth, uh, Castellanos made a fucking bad defensive play in my he, opinion. He's bad and listen, there. I get that we signed him for his bat, which by the way. I mean, I guess it's getting there now, but hasn't been there. I get that you he can't, started off kind of hot. His, though, you got to admit, he was leading the league in extra base hits. Yeah, for a little bit yeah, there. but there's something wrong. Like there's, there's something, something wrong off now. with he, him. He kind of turned but it on a little bit tonight. A little bit. It sucks. He's never had. A it just sucks because like if Bryce this. was there and right, you make that catch and those two runs yeah. never come in. So it definitely sucks to see that. That's another thing I want to see is like when the fuck's Bryce coming back? He's not going to play. He's not going to play the field for the rest of the year. <laughs> that, that's what the latest reports are. That Maybe sucks. August. I mean. We're just lucky to have him in the lineup. He needs surgery. Yeah. He's, a le- he's a legit automatic base. But see, the issue with Harper is like, and you have to be, you have to be careful because this team would be nowhere without yeah. Bryce Harper's yeah. bat. And like Joe Girardi said, rest in peace. Thank God for the <laughs> DH. That's so true. But yeah. I kind of get the same emotions, mixed emotions I get with with Joel Embiid. Meaning, like, I love the guy. I love that he plays through injuries. It's just why. Why are they so injury prone? Like Har- Harper being hurt is hurting this team defensively. 
Um, Absolutely. When is- Embiid's hurt, it hurts that team. So it's kind of like you do get frustrated at the player, like in like when you're in the motions, right? Like, am, am I wrong? Like no, some wrong. some people who love Joel Embiid hate Joel Embiid because they say, "Oh, he's so injury prone. Why it fucking sucks." I mean, I like I see some of the same things in Harper. Like, there's so many similarities between these two guys. Like, they'll play her and they'll give you your all, but it's like, dude, why are they always hurt? It's just the city of Philadelphia. It's just our luck. I'm I cursed. know. It's just, Fucking I don't man. know. But this team would be nowhere without Harper. I just want to be completely clear with that. I mean, and that also, dude's gunning for another MVP. Yeah, really. I mean, if he could play defense this year, dude, he would have it. Yeah. Like, 100%. Um, but I wanted to shout, I wanted to shame us real quick. I know we were talking uh, Tuesday about what Familia's contract was. I just looked it up. I know we were thinking it was a two year. It's a one year, $6 million oh, deal. Oh, thank God for that. So, at, at after that this point, year. Dude, yeah, after this, or at this, at this point, honestly, why not eat the money? Yeah, seriously, why not eat Fuck the money? It. You're only paying the guy six. You million. have two guys I- in your system right now that, to me, look ready to go. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't understand. At this point, you need all the help you can get in the bullpen, and I think Dombrowski is going to be busy, busy, busy before that trade deadline. He needs. All right, let's be honest, okay? I, I want to get both your opinions on this. Is Kyle Schwarber a guy you want long term hitting leadoff? Yes. Yeah. Lead off? No way. No. I mean, there's absolutely no So I'm going to be honest. Okay, I'm going to be honest. Maybe not. Um, I do like him as a leadoff hitter, but... I don't. I would rather have a speedy guy. Because, I mean, obviously we grew up watching Victorino and J-Roll lead off. And, and like, I want a guy that can just fucking sprint around the bases really quick. If you put a guy out there that can get to second on an easy... On like a maybe iffy double... Um, and then you put Bryce up, you put Reese up after that. I mean, that guy's scoring for sure. You're yeah. going to have a guy in scoring position but almost dude, every like, time. I guess call me old-fashioned, right? Uh, Yeah. I, I don't want a guy... <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. I don't want a guy who's hitting around the Mendoza line, 200, as my leadoff hitter. I don't care what his on-base percentage is. I don't care how many home runs he has. Well, we can't... He, listen, he, you're listen, picking, you picked the wrong time to slander him right now. Well, dude, he's not Ricky Henderson. Like, he, he doesn't hit for average and also have pop and can also run and steal bases. And what's fun. Well, listen, I think the problem is more so where he's batting, not him in general, because right now he's literally tied for the lead no, of, in the NL I'm home just runs. saying, the, the reason today. why I brought Schwerber up is because I'm thinking about what Dombrowski has to do before the deadline. And to me, you need to go and get a leadoff hitter. Mm. You, you, yep, you have to trade for a leadoff hitter. You have to trade for a center fielder. And you have to trade for two Listen, arms. You have this to- center field by committee is not going to work with Odubel Herrera and Matt Vierling in there. That They are not... A, a a a that's not a defense you, that will get it, you in the. In my opinion, you have to be realistic. Do you think all those moves are going to happen? I, I think Dave Dombrowski gets paid a shit ton of money and has the has the uh, resume of building world championship contending teams. But I just feel like that's a lot of moves to be made in one season. Go out and get go out and get a leadoff hitter who could also play center field. I'm trying to be more realistic and just say get the get the bullpen. Trade right. for Cedric Mullins. I think if you get the bullpen right, you could you're competing. Give me Cedric Mullins. So, I agree with but you. Vince. In your scenarios, like who are you trading? Who are you thinking? Uh, dude, that's not that is not my job. Yeah, but I mean, you're you're the one saying we need to go out and get these guys. Who do you want to trade for them? Uh, dude, I, that's I, what I, I mean, do we have the pieces yeah. to trade for that many pieces? Um, yeah, we do actually. We we have some guys down there. I just like said there's, there's two. I forget their names, but there's two, Morales and oh, the you're other talking guy. About prospects. Yeah, prospects. So, because I know at, at some point you were like, oh, maybe Reese. Oh, maybe. Well, Reese is definitely. I feel like Muto. he's definitely going to get moved. I mean, like and I and by the way, like Oscar out then, <laughs> no, dude. Listen, man. <laughs> if you want my like like legit analysis of Reese Hoskins, like wh- how I actually feel about him, is he's a good major league baseball player. He's Hoskin. not great. He's not 
he's a good inconsistent major league baseball player. He is not, he's not somebody good for this team though. He's a horrible mm. fit for this team. Dude, Hot I scout. mean one of the most scout, he is yeah. a horrific Before? defensive first baseman. I mean, like, why? Like, he's hard. Oh, I was so mad when he, he botched that boom. Oh, oh, my God. Bad, that was the bad, best bad, defensive bad. play I've I ever even... seen Alec Bohm make. Yeah. It was Manny Machado over there on the line. And then he goes, and oh, Reese well. just fucking bobbled and the And Hoskins goes, oh, I had to have it. I, I forgot. You I didn't. Can, you guys just reminded me of a play from that game that I need to absolutely take a shit on JT. real quick. Um, yeah, first of all, JT Romuto has been so fucking bad. He's going to pop and up. <laughs> I, I, two games in a row, that game and even before, he... Uh, Batted in the back-breaking double place, and then at the end of the game, the same batter that hits a home run that puts uh, the Phillies behind, JT drops a fucking easy out. By and the way, he's now, out of that inning. In the stadium, in the guess. stadium, when I watched that, I thought maybe Re- uh, Reese, uh, maybe JT got like a little caught up in the netting. I couldn't see exactly, no, so I watched really the replay <laughs> when I got home, and I was like, no, he just fucking dropped it. Yeah, yeah. and they actually did. I ask couldn't him. believe yeah. it. Literally hit him in the glove. I couldn't believe it. They asked them post game. They were like, Jim Salisbury actually asked them. He said, so did, you, did the netting get in the way? He goes, no, nah, dude. I mean, he's he he's not good right now. And then to add on another funny story that I actually tweeted about, the next day was the first was the last game against the uh, Marlins, and that was a boring ass game. A fucking dude that had a five over five ERA pitched a gem. The spot against, starter for the fish yeah, against Be the careful. Phillies. Anyway, uh, they go down one nothing, and then uh, two men on base, two two outs for Garrett Stubbs, backup catcher. Yes, oh. comes in, and I'm keep mind I am in fucking church. Pint for size my, catcher. I'm in church for my brother's Garrett graduation, Stubbs, and I'm I know that like the last couple batters are up, so I'm streaming the Phillies while church is going on, and I'm oh, looking that's a down. Classy, classy. classy. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about church. You're going to church. Hell. God isn't real. Hell in a handbasket. God for isn't real. Yeah, fu- fuck church. I give no shit. Oh my god. Anyway, God isn't real. Oh my god. God isn't real. I'm streaming. Atheist. I'm streaming <laughs> the Phillies. Atheist. Fucking liberal <laughs> cuck. I'm streaming the Phillies, and when Garrett <laughs> Stubb hits that blast, Stubbs. I had to like muzzle myself because I wanted to scream so bad. I was so By happy. By the way, did Garrett Stubbs get in that bat? Well, well, you were at the game. No, he no, didn't. right. No. Because I'm curious as to hear Dan Baker like. You yes, gotta know, you know. Got, he loves the asset, yeah, right. right? But does but he get thrown listen, off with the double T? Are you going to do, do it? Phillies catcher Garrett Stubbs. There you go. Also, his uh, celebration was one of the... I knew that was fucking coming. I knew the junior was coming. Junior. His, his pimp of that home run was one of my favorites oh, I've ever seen. Uh, it was no, Bush League, and I hope he gets thrown out. <laughs> so no, he was, seriously, that was great. He was Garrett Duds there. Garrett Dubs? Duds. No, Dubs. Duds. Duds mean that he sucks. Yeah. No, but he hit a walk-off. <laughs> oh, Taylor, Garrett Stubbs. Tell, yeah. Taylor, welcome to the conversation. Garrett Dubs. By the way, I did not know that Bobby Dubs was 37 years old, but you know what? He looks good for his age. It's a great aside. Uh, real quick, though. <laughs> I wanted to go back to the Seamus. Before we even move on with our, like, semi-serious... Our Bobby Dubs analysis? No, our semi-serious <laughs> conversation about the Phillies and what they should do with the deadline. So I'm going to pick this up for you. Uh, Seamus has been getting a lot of shit on Twitter uh, for, this whole, for this whole... Uh, like Reese Hoskins picture, there's a whole drama going on with the the Hoskins gate. I like Vin, to call Vince, it. Give give the people. Uh, I'm going to clip this out for my Twitter so, audience. Give the uh, people some. I background. believe Bobby Dubs made an image where it is <laughs> it is a picture of Reese Hoskins and his wife. I think their wedding picture or something mm-hmm. on the beach where Reese is hugging her from behind, and Bobby Dubs made a Photoshop of Seamus's face on Reese's wife. Basically to own shame. It's basically meant to own Seamus in moments when Reese plays good. And Seamus has played into the joke and took it well. And he tweets it when Reese does something good, basically to say like, look how fucking wrong I was or just to make a joke out of it. But there is this other 
podcast who disagrees with Seamus a lot. And I don't have problems with these guys, but I understand why Seamus does. Name them. Uh, what what is it in the alley, in the alley or yeah. it, something something like oh, that? Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. They they tweeted at they've they've argued with Seamus a lot, and uh, I used to think they didn't get personal, but this whoever runs that account is mentally unstable. Yeah, he's unstable because every single and this is what I've been trying to tell you, Vince. Every single you always person take his side. Damn it! Well, I didn't realize this until I saw people tweeting at him in your defense, and this person is responding dude, I like mean, even dude. By the way, on. go ahead. This this, this person is responding Twitter to people rocks. defending you, you, and they're like. Pussy, like, drop your address. Like, <laughs> dude, relax. First of all, first of all, this guy is acting like you Vince, fucked Vince Reese's like, wife already, or something. Vince but, is like, I already put wait, on the Fox Chase community this, watch. This, <laughs> was, this is over a Reese Hoskins take? Yeah. No, Pussy, over, drop no, your address? So it's over this... This guy took this Photoshop of Seamus with his face over Hoskins' wife <laughs> and Hoskins. He said it's extremely disrespectful to Reese's family, and Seamus shouldn't play about people's family all, like that. Wait, you, you, should, you should have asked him, so you're Hosk out on this? Yeah, I should have. <laughs> no, but did, did you see how... It's insane. But did you see how I kind of put it into perspective? Like, when I kept getting nailed by him and Mike Butts, by the way? Uh, he's, like, shout he's, out to the Butts. Dude, I, did you see how I kind of put it into perspective? I literally at it added the in the alley guys and Mike Butts, which are you know great guys, whatever. <laughs> no, they're not. They're fucking terrible guys. Whatever, I'm sorry, they are. I don't care. You can be political. Mike, I don't. Butts, Mike, Mike Butts sucks. But dude, it, I blocked that me. dude. I, 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 yeah, literally, you're a I, I literally said we are arguing about a poverty franchise. Like Thank you're getting you. you're getting that heated He's over. Threat, they're threatening to fucking beat up people <laughs> Dude, over a Riz Hoskins location, Photoshop. <laughs> Which by the way, the in the alley guy doesn't even have so, a picture of himself. So I mean on they're him. ridiculous and then you and Mike Butts are like Batman and the Joker. It's like an, I can't, I can't, an unstoppable force meets an immovable object. The saddest Batman and Joker I, I, on the I internet. Can't, I can't block the dude. It's like a saddest Batman and Joker on the internet. It's like a like a Photoshop of the end of the dark night Wait, where should Mike I, should I Mike, I, Mike Butts is saying the shameless like me you and I are destined to do this by, forever. By the, by the way, let, let, let me, can I give my analysis of this whole situation first? Yeah, go ahead. Listen, I, I just have to pick up for I, you. I, I, Vince, I appreciate it. I honestly have zero. Oskins for justice. Is this, is this recording, by the way? What camera am I looking at? The only one that's here? Uh, by the way. There's two. Uh, to our Twitter followers and our YouTube audience, uh, I feel like this Jim one. Gardner. Um, Mike Butts. Oh, fix your glasses. He's talking my, fix my, your friend, glasses. my friend. Dude, I, I have absolutely yes, no issue with you at all. I just think you get a little too excited about the Phillies and you think that I'm some sort of like fake fan. Which, by the way, you that are. is your constitutionally protected. Dude, he's right. got the Cubs as his header and he's calling other people Listen, fake fans. I, I just think you get way too heated, brother. And I think, I know you don't drink, which apparently fan. I'm a bad person from what you insinuate that I drink. But, like, I know Imagine you don't drink. if you ever met me in bed. That, that makes me the worst I human being on earth. I think that we should meet up at a Phillies game and hash it out, uh, you know, nah, in a non-violent way and just talk about baseball, we man. I know out. you're a good baseball We need to man. get Sandbox Media to host some kind of rough and round. And, by event. the way, yeah, dude, to, to, hold on. To the In the Alley guys, <laughs> listen, I... You know, I went into the gutter a little bit after you guys did, or you, or whoever you are. I don't know how many of them it is, right? Yeah, I don't. Um, and I called you a bootlicker for Reese Hoskins. Listen, <laughs> I just think, and hear me out. Don't that, walk the truth back. That Reese Hoskins, not a guy that you should be getting like uber defensive of. He is a good baseball player, a marginal baseball player that goes on a streak. 
goes on streaks. Listen, I criticize him because he sucks more than he is good. To, to me, I don't hate him. They're lazy. My, Mike Botts is a much more respectable foe than them. <laughs> because, dude, because he, I, Mike, he Mike, will find a way, way to spin anything. But, Mike, by the way, anything. I give you a lot of credit, man, because I actually, like, when you tweet at me some of the insults, I don't get offended. I laugh. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> That's why he retweets and likes like, everything. I think you have a great sense of humor. I just wish you weren't angry at me. He didn't like to have fun with me. No, Taylor, I mean, he, he muted like. me. Yeah, he muted me and him. He and blocked me within two tweets. <laughs> and by the way, Mike, listen. I, I don't think you tweeted him at all either. What's his M-A name? M-A Butts. At M-A-B-U-T-Z. Everyone go give him a follow so you can no. see. Wait, <laughs> wait what, was, what was the podcast? In the Alley? In the, in the Alley Pod. If you're going to pick a fight with any podcast just based off a name, that's not a good one to pick. <laughs> we got uh, me. In the Alley? <laughs> I mean, nah, in the Alley. True. Yeah, that, that's actually a good observation, Taylor. I shouldn't fuck with those guys. We've been guys. talking about Ashburn Alley. We have a lot of enemies so, podcast, wide out in the open. But let's just, um, Between those two groups of people uh, and the psycho that was mad about the way we dress, if anyone's oh unfamiliar, well, he probably owns guns. I want to give the people <laughs> a guess. sample size of some of the tweets that that Mike has has, has said to me. Right? Um, For well, those uninformed. Well, by the way, the In the Alley Baseball Podcast uh, said I'll I'll post a Photoshop with me and your mom, dad, brother, sister, etc. Keep talking. To which I responded. James got the trump card. To which I responded. I told him to use it, and he didn't. If you think I give a shit about you posting oh. a Photoshop pic with a member of my family using a photo that is already online for the world to see, I mean you're mistaken. I don't give a shit. I I totally would have just been like, well, my mom's dead. So yeah, I should have done you that. Should've should've I also should have led with that. I don't get. I should have, dude. <laughs> I don't I don't get get how that would have shut them the fuck up. I was I, so close. I don't <laughs> get how they can be so thick-headed. They don't understand the joke behind the respawn. It, it's just so insane. Like, how are you going to get? And and by the way, how are you going to get so upset about a bit that is literally a self? Uh, what do you what do you call it? You went to the prep. Self humiliating. A self humiliating whatever thing. What's funny though is they also hate Mike Butts. Yeah, and then he goes. And then he goes. Them, we should just put. The, we should get their phone so numbers said, and do the fucking uh, so the, phone company. Thing the in the alley guy goes, company. "Come see me, pussy." By the way, this is about <laughs> this is about Reese Hoskins, dude. And I say, bro, you need to relax. We were talking about a poverty franchise. It's not that I serious. I wonder if Reese knows he's got to which, people out here like this. To for which him. he responds, it's probably Reese. To which he responds, I'd be sick, pussy. Pick a picture with anyone that isn't family. What? what? I mean, these people are meaning that I picked a picture with Reese and a family oh. member who I'm not even sure it's his wife. It like, is. I don't it know. Is. It was I don't, like their engagement. Okay, photo. I don't, who cares? <laughs> Why wouldn't it be his wife? I, I, dude, I don't know. But all I'm saying is like, you guys get way too hostile. And people are like, oh, Seamus, I can't believe you're hostile. You're lowering yourself by interacting with. No, because I want to. No, it needs to die. I want to expose. People who are making fools out of themselves. And I kind of want to hash it but out, you're the too. One, you're the idiot. I know I'm the <laughs> idiot, Mike. I, by I the just, way, both of you guys always... There's a fourth uh, seat right here. Mike Butts, it's got this seat as your only name if, written Only all if he over. unblocks me. And by the way, <laughs> I don't know if you think I'm a bad person because I drink. And if you do, maybe I'll consider uh, rehab. But anyway... Um, <laughs> Are you going to let him check you in the rehab? <laughs> Maybe Mike Butts can... I just admire the dedication because not only can he turn everything it's against ridiculous. you, he's also never had one person agree with him. Yeah. No, never! And also, literally, a minute after... He has to have Seamus' notes on because a minute after Seamus tweets, it's immediately like, you think he's oh, got you the idiot, what do you think? Like, blah, blah, blah. It's like, holy shit, dude. He literally just tweeted this at 8.15 in the morning. Dude, I, I can immediately on and it. And by the way, he was... T- and Mike, to be completely fair, you were totally wrong about Joe Girardi... Being fired, not having any impact whatsoever on this team. 
you're totally wrong, and you haven't said anything about it. Like, you said, oh, like, Girardi getting fired is going to do anything. Yes, dude, it has done something. So, like, at least admit that you're wrong, and you always call me stupid and a loser. It doesn't make any sense. And he always says that you can't admit that you're wrong, which is literally what you're doing right now with the Reese stuff. Yeah, dude, I mean, listen. You're You're not fully admitting you're wrong, but you're like. Uh, dude, I don't have a pro- but he's wrong. Yeah, he is. I don't know. I mean, what else is new? That's what I deal with. <laughs> and by the way, that's what you deal with. There, there are a lot. Of I mean, you Seamus open the is, app of Seamus. Yeah, Seamus's mentions on Twitter Jesus. are like my personal hell. It's like, like it's like when you did the anthem tweet. Yeah, they're full <laughs> of like these guys, these idiots. I just these moronic like psychos, and then you have a guy who is openly QAnon in his mentions. <laughs> And uh, that, that would be at Southern Cal. And, I don't even, yeah, at SoCal Philly. Philly. And then uh, whatever. That doesn't the f- make sense. I'm just calling names. I don't even care. No, because he's from Philly, but he lives in Southern California. At now. SoCal Philly. He's, he's, he's admitted fan. QAnon. And then that girl, Tori, who's openly trans and <laughs> homophobic. Well, by the way, like just terrible people in his mentions. Don't forget racist. Speaking of homophobia, Mark Kana of the formerly the Oakland Athletics, now the New York Mets, great, great player. Uh, he tweeted earlier today. <laughs> How many of my beautiful oh my LGBTQ God. plus people coming to Mets Pride Night tomorrow? And I quoted it and I said, Canna W. Like, I agree with this tweet. It's a beautiful thing. I think it's awesome. And SoCal Philly goes, Seamus uh, dash let's go Mets exclamation point with the like ew emoji. It's like, no, I'm just like <laughs> supporting a supporting, worthy cause. Supporting a worthy cause. And I think it's cool that Major League Baseball players are showing support for the LGBTQ plus community because. Yeah, people like the Tampa Bay Rays who are complete. What bigots. a fucking joke that was, but, by the way. But somebody we never talked about that J- absolute joke, disgrace. And oh, I think that guy deleted his response to Marcana. What, what did he say? Like this is why oh, you're yeah. not playing. Yeah, he was like, this is why you're not playing at all. Like why? Because so he's not playing because he supports like civil rights. <laughs> like yep. I, I don't understand. Like hey, the, in baseball, that's a, that's a sin like, in now, baseball. I don't know Buck Showalter's political leanings. It probably isn't great because his name's <laughs> Buck Showalter and he's a white dude that's just been around for like centuries. In baseball too. But I don't yeah. I don't want to like judge Buck Showalter's politics just by looking at him. That'd be wrong. But I don't think Buck Showalter is going around the Mets dugout saying if you like gay people or if you support gay people or minorities then you're not going to play. He's probably just, more Del Rio than Steve Kerr. Uh, probably. <laughs> I, I don't know that he's full if Steve I Kerr. If I had to guess. <laughs> if I had to put money on it. I mean, Listen, yeah. yeah. Uh, again, he I just looks like a Klansman, I don't want to do too much. But cross, I don't know that he is. I don't want to do too much crossover between our other political podcast here. But <laughs> I just have to say, like, as far as, that, it, as far as that Tampa Bay race thing go, like, I don't know if anyone listening to this like agreed with that like and said like oh you know they shouldn't have to do it's absolutely fucking it's fucking insane because like their their whole statement that they came out with was like uh, you know we we we're fine like we accept gay people we just don't support the lifestyle. That's an in-fucking-sane comment yeah. because, like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, oh, you know, we're okay with you existing. We just don't, like, support your existence or, like, want you to do it in public. I mean, I'll just never understand, like... like If your religion... Like, if uh, two people of the opposite sex, if they fuck, that's okay. Who But if two fuck? people of the same sex fuck, then that's not okay. Well, that's against God. Yeah, but you know what else is against God? Getting a haircut. Eating shellfish. Cutting your hair is literally against God. In the Bible, it says you should stone women who cheat. And in the Bible, it also says kill your neighbor if you see him working on something. And it also says kill your (laughs) child if it's not your husband. Yes. The Bible (laughs) is pro-abortion. It is pro-abortion, you fucking idiots. Like, dude, it's (laughs) pro-abortion. 
I, I, I'm going to say it one, one more time. If you, in the Bible, if you suspect your wife of cheating on you and she's pregnant. You're supposed to stone her to death. And you don't think... And you don't think that that baby yeah, is yours. Kill the baby you have to tell her to drink, quote, bitter water, which is poison, to see if the baby miscarries. That is advocating for abortion. Like, so why are you anti-abortion? Like, none of it makes sense. Well, listen, the t- like I said, but the thou, Phillies thou are winning right now, right? <laughs> no, but th- th- just real quick, throughout that up. The Tampa Rays, it's a bullshit argument. If your fucking religion Scum calls for you to hate people based on, like, who they love... Then like, for, don't even. By the way, Gabe Kapler is a former Tampa Bay Ray, so you know maybe he's. Listen, no matter too. what Gabe Kapler does as a manager, he'll always get a win in my book just for being like a decent person. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like he's one of those phony decent people though. But I mean, listen, that's exactly because wh- he looks good. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like anybody that, who's a guy that looks that good. <laughs> he's too hot. Yeah, I like Gabe Kapler's too hot, hot to hot be based. Phobic. Like, dude. Like, dude, he could have any job in right wing in the right in the right wing world, right? Like, he could be like the next like Ben Shapiro. He's Dad, so much hotter. Zaddyphobic. You know what that I mean? Is, what are you saying? <laughs> right wing media has no hot people. Uh, Tucker Carlson was Tucker Carlson's ugly as shit. He, he was once a sex symbol when he oh, was with get CNN. The f- right, no, he was, not- my aunt Patty told me she was the sexiest man she's seen when he was with CNN. And my aunt Patty has great taste in men. Uh, uh, anyway, the Rays are a bunch of fucking joke. <laughs> it's a joke what they what they've done. And that whole no, thing. No, no, I'm going more into that. So my Aunt Patty, no. Funny story about Aunt Patty, though. Th- this will flatter okay. her, because I'll send her the link. Every It might embarrass her, too, but she's retired now, as she reminded me countless times. But uh, every time I was in the car with Aunt Patty, back in the day. Uh, whenever, of course it's at Aunt Patty, when, by Whenever the way. Bon Jovi came on the radio, she would start to get, like, uh, hot flashes or, like, shake and she would put Seamus make- just casually talking about his aunt getting horny on our she, podcast. And, and she yeah. would put makeup on whenever this a Bon Jovi song came on. It was pre- she got you know hot and heavy for the Bon Jovi, and he's a good looking man. You gotta stop saying the before everybody's names and every establishment. It's fucking weird. <laughs> I like doing it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it's like your bit, but uh, uh, no, I'd f- oh, I've always done it. Like, let's go to the really, Wawa. You've really accelerated. Well, I mean, that's different. That's actually a Delco thing. Like. The Acme. The I said Wawa. it about the Northeast Philadelphia Wawa's. Because right. I was at my mom's house. But you're house. from Delco. Yeah, I was born in Darby Borough. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm tough as fuck. I was, I'm was. i from Darby, bitch. Anyway, you don't want to fuck with me. Pussy. You don't want to <laughs> fuck with me. Hey, in, in you know what? I'm not playing nice guy anymore. I'm from, oh, here yeah. I'm from fucking Darby, dude. <laughs> Darby Borough. I guarantee. Dude, this my is the bunch loud- you live in Westville. <laughs> That's like the nicest neighborhood in South Jersey. No, it's not. Whatever. Not even close. This is la- the loud Seamus episode. <laughs> but you know what, dude? This feels kind of sketch. I'm from Darby. I rep Northeast. Come find me, dude. Let's meet at Wissanoming Park, and we can hash this shit out between straight Vince bullets. Vince will bring his gun. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I am. If I owned a gun, that'd be extremely uh, hypocritical. Uh, I-, I can't talk about you, guns you right uh, now. Oh, never mind. I'm not gonna, I, won't I owe two I guns, baby, right here. <laughs> That was boom, boom. the worst thing. Boom. Guns don't kill people. Oh, people fuck kill you people. guys. All right, that anyway. is the, the worst argument, <laughs> I'm, by the listen, way. Listen to, listen to the Stars and Grapes. New episode coming soon. Uh, anyway, let's talk about like the Eagles or something. Oh, <laughs> wait. Before we start about the Eagles. Um, can, I have nothing else on the Phillies. Can, can we, we got to talk about torts. Can, can, we talk no. about, can we talk about my five-inch or whatever the hell you call it? <laughs> five-inch inches? Yeah, I got them. Your stained yeah. shorts. I got them in multiple colors. Seamus is finally showing off his size. He got drunk and ordered like ten pairs. I ordered them for different days, apparently. Because one came one day, the next came the other. And I got like four of them fit? coming in July. How they fit? This one's a little big. I must have lost some weight. Hey, congratulations. Yeah. Thanks, man. You got to wear a belt. 
Yeah, I do have to wear a belt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't like belts. Not a big belt guy. Not a beltsman. You know? <laughs> oh, that's a new one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not a big beltsman. But uh, anyway, yeah. So the Eagles uh, released a new logo today, and I don't like oh, it. Oh, my. Is this official? Yeah. Yes, it's yeah. official. And Vince Quinn made a point, and like, he's like, listen. He was they, incredibly they, wrong. They gave me Kelly Green, so I guess I can give them the logo. No, you're wrong. You you can't just I settle I think he for was that. saying the logo is to work with Kelly Green. Yeah, but. But like, still, no. It's still wrong. It's a bad logo. I, what's, it's, wait, I, I, I what's, what's Barchard's take on the on the logo? I I don't know. Wait, we'll have to, you'll have to listen to the Bell and yeah, the Bourbon yeah. and find out. I thought you were always together. No, but listen, I have to say, just in marketing don't in general, like the modernization over the last however many years of like everything in marketing is awful. And like let's it's like all going towards the Jets like, logo. Yeah. Like let's not let's make it more expansive than just NFL logos. Look at like fucking McDonald's and like Taco Bell. They used to be like fun, colorful buildings. <laughs> now they're all that modern bullshit where they're all yeah. just are like, you sure? Are you sure they just used to be fun and colorful for you because you were like four? No, they no, were like they were red sick. and Dude. yellow buildings. Now I you went, drive by a modern McDonald's and it's like a a fucking gray brick building. Well, yeah. because it's it's more appealing to liberals. They, they don't like to have what fun, so they want maybe the that's what it is. World. Biden <laughs> doesn't want the fun McDonald's. Trump always advocated Biden's for Biden's coming for your colors. He's coming for your... Wait. <laughs> Whatever. I'm not touching that. No, but for real, I hate modernization oh, and all God. logos and all marketing, and the Eagles' new logo is like the epitome of that, and it looks like a fucking like Jets logo. It looks awful. Like, I literally wanted to jump on You the took birds. all the soul away from the logo. It's a mm-hmm. hat tip to Sauce Gardner. We are saying that we should have got him, and we're, you know, we're showing some right, respect. Seamus is off the rails now. Why? The sauce, no. thing, didn't he go to the Jets? Yeah. Oh, true. Well, it was, oh, come on. Vince, I know more Vince, football than you. Brain, brain. Turn I know on. way more Turn football Turn it on, Vinny. I'm, I'm in an angry state because yeah, that so logo is fucking terrible. The logo is bad. Uh, Pat Doyle did make a good point earlier that I think the the majority of people will be done with it in a couple weeks, Um, but... I just, I hate it. I, like, literally, like... Everything was it's perfect not a about, nice the logo. Logo, about the old logo. Like, why do you need to change it? Every Philly team besides the Flyers has moved on from their yeah. best logo. I saw a tweet earlier. It said, like, it just I don't seemed know, a see, bit unnecessary, the, I, the logo change. I don't know if I agree with that tweet specifically because I did like the former Phillies logo, not the one that they had there. I did like the baseball diamond. <laughs> no, the one logo. that you're wearing. No, well, this is no, no, no. It wasn't this one. It was like the fanatic. The one with oh, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it was yeah. what? It's City Hall. Yeah, it's like City Hall with the fanatic yeah. in front. Of I, it. I don't know. I love that logo. The one with the the one with the. Uh, I mean, I grew up with the baseball diamond, diamond so I'm yeah. partial to it. So, that, yeah. but that's that's another thing. It's like we grew up with these logos, so it's like they're we're pretty attached to them. Honestly, like when they changed the Phillies one to the fucking bell, I, was I like, thought it was why? a little bit of a hot take to say the uh, the process era Sixers logo was better than the O one. Like I, I, dude, I love the 01. Well, uh, logo. so the I feel like the yeah, I, I definitely. By the agree, way, the mascot the, was much better back then too. Well, yeah, obviously, hip hop was the fucking man. But uh, no, I, I feel hip-hop. like that logo is yeah, more cool true enough. to like the team colors, and I think that's more why it's probably a better yeah, logo for yeah, the Sixers. Yeah. Like it, that one makes. Oh, sense. by the way, the Brewers' new <laughs> uniforms are terrible. They look like bumblebees. Like, go ahead. They're <laughs> as far as football goes. I, like, I, I think uh, one of our friends said, like, the Eagles are probably going to get a full rebrand soon. Like. Yeah, so uh, I, really, I did see it's like, like n- updated jerseys and all that kind of stuff. Uh, like, and how does that impact their on-field performance? It doesn't. So why does it matter? It because Seamus, people love the slop. I guess they love the slop. Yeah, uh, you guess. That's half of sports. That's Twitter. Yeah, I, I I'm not a big fan of Twitter. That's such <laughs> that a is ins- that is that an is insane. No, I mean thing I'm, not, I'm not. Man who spends 15 hours a day on Twitter. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Twitter. Lie. I don't like it. But at the same time. 
He's not wrong. It's not good. Because Twitter is oh, it's a addictive. By the way, I tweeted <laughs> out something like Twitter is a cesspool, and Mike Butts right away said, yeah, only because of you. I remember that, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's Mike worse. Mike rules. I mean, <laughs> he's sick. Gotta you get tweet him on that the show. <laughs> I can. I'm blocked. Oh, by the way, Mike Butts also said, are you going to have a podcast about defamation, considering that's what you've done to recent his family? Yes. <laughs> I literally sent him the definition of defamation. He was like, yeah, but still. I was like, oh, okay. That's I mean, great, he makes that's a, good, a great yeah, podcast. He makes a good point. Yeah, but still. I hope Hoskins <laughs> actually gets mad and and tweets like talk shit on me. Yeah, like he's. Riss Hoskins in his that. post game after like having a bad game is like you know this kid and on Twitter he's got in my head because he photoshopped his face <laughs> yeah, over my wife's you know, face. Yo, Saint Seamus drop your location, <laughs> pussy. <laughs> and I would say, meet me in Darby Barrow, bitch. That's oh, what I would I'm say. I'm in place. Um, Listen, we're kind of going off the rails. I'm kind of just thinking of things as they come in my head. And um, wait, we were just talking. Seamus did have a great tease on text. Uh, I do have a you know uh, female story, but it's not. Oh, crap. It's not all that. It, it's not that interesting. Why it's did now you, you have to tell? No, <laughs> why did you text me that? Thing? Because I thought that it was going to be funny. It, now you you simply have to tell it. It's now. just not. You've said I, this on air. It's Tinder related. At, is it funny? I don't know. I didn't tell him. What? Yeah. I mean, so this would be a new to all. You that's have to what say you know. It. It's a little weird. Wow. <laughs> you didn't tell me. I, I mean, it's not even that weird. It's just like you know how like. Okay, just tell it. Yeah, you tell know, the story. It's it's boring. But I I thought it was it's funny. Too late. Oh wait, was it the girl you were talking about whose name is Philly? No, no, no. That's a different one. Oh, okay. But um, but like, so this girl on Tinder asked me what I do, and I told her that what I do, and that involves like a pizzeria, and she was like, "Oh, do you have like any like recipes?" And I was like, "Yeah, I pretty much like created everything on the menu," and she was like, "Oh, can you give me your like taco recipe?" And so I asked my boy Miguel for the taco recipe. My boy. He gave me the taco recipe. I sent it to her, and she used it. That's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the why did you text me that? <laughs> because I thought it was so funny. I was texting you like mid conversation. No, you were. <laughs> what the fuck? That was the dumbest <laughs> fucking story I've ever heard I in my life. The, I think everyone the, here in this room is dumber for having heard that story. I think she actually like unmatched. I award you no she points. Un- she's and like, God have mercy. <laughs> No, but I don't think that, you know, she was not that alluring. Dude, the spark notes of that story is this girl on Tinder asked for a taco recipe, so I gave her and she cooked the tacos. Wait. That is insane. And then unmatched me. Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Let's let's go over this real quick. At 12.46 in the afternoon today, out of the blue, there was no conversation. You text me, I may have a woman's story for you tonight. (laughs) And it was just because she cooked tacos. No, but dude, like I, I was gonna like take it further. Like I was gonna tell her, like, oh, I'm oh, getting your tacos. <laughs> and then I responded yes, and I gave the not uh, the time that we would be recording. And then he said, "Can I tell you now?" It's like, and I said, "Wait, it's not show material." It was like, "Haha, I'll save it." <laughs> I am just in utter disbelief. So I didn't think it was show material, really. It wasn't. I know. Spoiler it wasn't. alert. <laughs> but you couldn't wait to tell me that one. My fucking god. I think she unmatched. <laughs> okay, so hard <laughs> transition. Hard transition to move on from that. Um, what I was going to say. Well, Brianna, if you're out there, I remember that conversation. <laughs> wow. There you go. Wait, just, what, about, docs. what about Philly, girl? Uh, I can't go there. <laughs> There's sort of like a. 
like I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing. <laughs> I want to transition off this topic so badly, but no, I don't know let's, how. let's get. I don't know how. Some Tinder horror horror stories. No, let me let's, just let's, like let's, read let's hear about some horror stories from the new coach, of the Flyers. <laughs> oh, John Torts. Torts. The, the Torts. United coach. States of Tortorella. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I love Tortorella, and I don't know hockey or sports. But, but like, I know Tortorella. <laughs> but, dude, Tortorella is a guy who I've known about God, for years. if you don't know a name when you hear it. Dude, I'll tell you what. John Tortorella, I love him because he's such an asshole with the media. He's, su- he's going to destroy Howard Eskin. They're going to have a great time together. He's such an asshole. Bold to- of you to assume Howard Eskin would be interviewing a Flyers well, dude, coach dude, after he, a game. Dude, he has one of the most iconic interviews with Ilya Brzgalov ever. So, I mean, like, no one gives a fuck about the Flyers right No, now. nobody does. But Except my girlfriend. But, but the Torts, man. Shout out, Sarah. Dude, let, shout out, Sarah. But I will say this about the, the Tortorella. Me and my dad watched, like, um, compilation videos on YouTube together. And funny <laughs> compilation cute. videos. That's cute. And we, Wait, like, you and your dad sit down and watch, like, fail compilations? Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> epic <laughs> fail. Yeah. No, no, it's mostly, like, sports-related, like, Pitt's compilations. got really excited about Seamus those epic is, fail videos. Seamus' dad walked in his room like, hey, look, I got this epic epic parkour <laughs> fail compilation video. <laughs> but this is how awesome John Twitter is. Like, my dad, like, told me this morning, he was like, yo, they're hiring that guy, the funny guy from the hockey. I was the like, yeah. The funny guy from the hockey. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Dude, he's awesome. Dude, my favorite John Tortorella moment ever was he was asked about why he doesn't put a why he didn't put a certain player on ever in the power play, and his answer was simply because he fucking sucks on the <laughs> on the power play. And he kept going. He goes, "Dude, I don't know what you want me to say, but he he's a good player, but he sucks on the power play. He's just terrible." I just love how he destroys his players and like brings down their confidence and ultimately leaves franchises in disgrace. Yeah, I think the, it's uh, going to be fun. It sounds one like of the Caps players tweeted out like immediately after the hire was announced. He was like pray, he tweeted the prayer hands yeah. emoji for Flyers players. It <laughs> never goes well. Ryan Heddle said it best. He he's fine for 2 years and then the players get sick of him and they turn on him. Love that for the Flyers. I mean, honestly, it's a good Philly guy though. He dude. <laughs> he's going to be he great is the here. Ultimate like Canadian Philadelphian. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean that's Claude Giroux, but yeah, continue. Yeah, sure. Well, he, no, he's a traitor. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. He never did anything for this city. He never won anything. This is not the time to be. He's kind of like Daryl Moore. Speaking of coaching, though, I wanted to say real quick. I saw in the news. I think it was yesterday or the day before that. Uh, I'm putting you on the, the news. The Jazz have like serious interest in uh, Sam Cassell. Well, no, so, they didn't uh, say serious interest. All they said was they were interviewing him. Be on the lookout for what they've been same. doing with every assistant coach be, in the just NBA. Just be right on the now. lookout for Sam Cassell to eventually get hired by someone yeah. and become yeah, I, like I, one I, of the league's best coaches. Yeah, that might happen. Like the guy with Boston, right? With the Monty Williams. Williams. But Monty, dude, I honestly yeah. don't think that getting rid or letting assistant coaches walk is ultimately going to affect whether or not you win a championship. Yeah, it is. I, mm. No, I really it don't. Very well. No, very well. Well, when, see, that's when just another excuse for Daryl Morey to fail. No, but oh, James, well, you let James, him walk. When your coach is Doc, it's a little different. And Udoka is already one of the best If Ime Udoka was the coach coaches. of the Sixers last year, uh, Paul Reed probably logs some minutes for the playoffs and this, thus looks much better in the playoffs. Feels so weird calling Happy it birthday, last Paul year. Reed, by the way. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so, yeah. so weird when you don't play your young players and they look terrible when they actually get minutes. Yeah, uh, right. Joe Girardi. But, uh, speaking of, while we're on the Sixers real quick, I found it hilarious that someone, I don't remember who it was, wrote that article saying, like, Matisse is eligible for a $186 million extension. That, like, that, like, Matisse That maybe want to blow by. That's literally what he's eligible for. Yeah, and he's going to not, you think he's going to get that? I got a better chance of fucking. From the Bulls, he's going to get it, yeah. Know. 
I got a better chance Bulls of being are, sponsored by the NRA. For Levine, you know? They get Matisse. That'd be fucking Does, does that racist piece of <laughs> shit know, right? still own the Clippers? Donald Sterling? No, he doesn't. Okay, no, I, That don't. was like eight years ago. I, I feel like Donald Sterling... <laughs> was we literally talked ago. about that on the pod. I feel like... Well, he had the AIDS... But um, I, I feel like He's Donald Sterling the AIDS. Donald Sterling had AIDS. No, dude, that was a famous <laughs> interview with Anderson Cooper where he was. It's one of the funniest. Magic things. Johnson randomly <laughs> oh, came oh, up oh. and he was like, "And when he had those AIDS, and then Anderson was like, well, Magic has done like some good things for the community.'" He goes, "Yeah, good things. He's got AIDS." <laughs> well, <laughs> that's I love like remember, remember during COVID when one of the conservative like speakers said uh no one cared when magic johnson was playing in the nba with aids <laughs> oh, yeah yeah it's like uh no one was literally, have to have wait, sex to give aids and literally people. everybody was because nobody knew if like you could touch him and get <laughs> yeah. aids or not so also, also not true the <laughs> only reason why i brought up donald sterling is because i feel like he would like matisse Thibel because of his like holistic <laughs> i don't right think he would wing like medicinal views. yeah i don't, no, I don't he, think he, he would like him for other reasons he's like jonathan isaac Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd probably be in love with Jonathan Isaac. Spencer Hall's too, probably. <laughs> he doesn't can- play anymore. Anus Canner. I mean, Canter's just Freedom. CIA. Freedom. Uh, who yeah. else? Um, uh, no, I'm not calling him He that. probably loves Luca. Probably likes Luca, right? Just because he's Luca's too Yeah, yeah he's a racist. Nice. Luca's <laughs> racist. No, Donald Stone. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was about to say, that's a bold assumption. Vince, there. are you okay, man? No, Shavis, you're okay? making no sense. Yeah. I said Donald Sterling, who is a racist, would probably like Luca because no. he's white. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, no, that makes sense. I thought you were saying Luca was racist. Yeah, that sounded like you were saying no. Luca was racist. He yeah. might be. Okay, let's move off of Donald Sterling, please. <laughs> Luca, it is Luca might be. The second you know worst Luca's racist. <laughs> Luca is racist. He's too adorable to be nah, racist. He's ador- he is adorable. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, what no. were we even talking about we before Donald Sterling? Uh, <laughs> AIDS? <laughs> No, coaches. Uh, <laughs> coaches. Yeah, coaches. Coaches who have NY. Oh, we were talking about Matisse Thibel getting a yeah. 186 million dollars. By the way, Fauci has yeah. COVID. Um, any, God damn it, Seamus. Let's see. Address pussy. Yes. Dead air, dead air, dead air. Cut that. I don't, yeah. I, I don't, I don't Wait, know where to go with this. Have COVID? Yes, he has COVID. The COVID guy's got COVID. How ironic is that? Isn't this like the second time he's had it? Looks like he didn't wear his mask. <laughs> that old fuck. But go ahead, continue, Vince. But we w- we wish you nothing but the best, uh, Mr. Fauci, and thank you for everything you've done. Send your location, Fauci. By the way, speaking of AIDS, he was at the forefront of the AIDS debacle, too. Yeah, he did a good job with that one, yeah, too. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't fumble that bag. Since we're just fully not even talking about sports. A lot sports, of people had AIDS under Fauci's eyes. Uh, should I break like some pop culture news right now? Hold on, can we do the breaking news? Some thing? entertainment news. Do, do you have the breaking news? Go ahead. You'll care about this, Pat. Kit Harrington will reprise his role as Jon Snow to oh, star as the in the no as the lead no in a sequel of Bo. in a Game of Thrones sequel show. No idea By what himself? that is. I don't know. He's the lead. No is cool. it gonna be the oh, it's not gonna be a prequel. It's gonna right. take place after. Oh. Never not, saw Game of Thrones. Not Lame of Thrones. That Lame, show Lame ended. So, never forget that show ended so bad that Kid Harrington said he contemplated suicide for months. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. worse than The Sopranos. No, it was way worse. Not I actually like The Sopranos. The Sopranos ending. ending was actually decent. Oh, except for the music choice. God help us. Well, One of the worst bands of Bruce. all time. Yes, the Smell Town. Yeah! <laughs> Get out of here, man. Listen, the Phillies are good right now. But this is the most bomb. This is the most depressing time of the year when there's only Philly baseball going on. Yes. Oh, dude, I love it. I, I think it's. Great. I need Eagle season really no, bad. No, 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 you, because you're a fake fan. And no, I'm, it's not honestly, that. I more. I'm you're in the a, mood right now where I'm loving every second of this Philly uh, season. You got to ride with the Phillies. To be honest. 
You got to ride well, Sally Ride. Food. Well, to be honest, it gives us less to talk about on this podcast. No, dude, I could talk about the Phillies all day, <laughs> man. I mean, you got Logan O'Hoppy. But wait, actually, one thing I did actually want to bring up, uh, the Harden article that came out today from Bleacher Report. But Jake like, that's Fisher such a non-story it, because everybody knew that, it, that he was going to resign. No, that's not what he was saying. Oh, what was he saying? <laughs> you didn't read the article. He's going to opt in and resign to a lesser for a lesser amount, which we all knew was no. going to happen. Lesser amount of years, potential lesser amount, because he wants to. We all knew that. We didn't. No, we didn't. Who's we all? They because, literally. Because there has been so much have speculation. A deal anywhere else. And also, but also, what he said was that there's also potential, which a lot of people weren't sure about, but it's really been rising around the league in the last week or two, that he will just take a lesser deal now and not opt in, so that way we have more opportunity to sign more players. Which is something that a lot of people were really hoping would happen, but it hadn't actually been said by right. anyone. Well, so seeing that today was huge. Uh, I really loved seeing that. I love the article he put together because also um, it really cracked me up that Tobias Harris came out and said that he wants more on-ball time with pick-and-rolls. What pick an insane rolls. thing to say. Um, that's what, that's what, <laughs> <laughs> that's what Did you hear that, Taylor? He's got to stop Tobias flirting Harris with girls on yes. Twitter. One time. Yeah, he just got engaged. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad look on the, but on the Toby. No, he, like, why? You're playing on a team with Joel Embiid, Tyrese Maxey, and... James oh, by the way, he's gone. I mean, I'm pretty I, sure. I hope. I'm pretty sure he's gone. I doubt. I mean, they said they're shopping. I don't him. know. You're not going to get a star for him. They said I they're shopping it. him, Matisse, and who else? Some they said uh, someone. Else, someone else's name was. By the way, you're, n- you're not Isaiah getting Joe a- potentially. Uh, Shake was originally thrown out there, but he's also nobody a free wants Shake. Right? Nobody well, wants Isaiah Joe. But either. they also said they're going to. They basically said they're going to pick up his contract uh, today or yesterday, and it was all because Pompey tweeted out or Pompey tweeted out that they weren't. <laughs> I think you guys are going to be extremely disappointed when Tobias gets traded because I don't think he's. Net- I would love netting. if Tobias got traded. I know, but are you I kidding me? He's definitely not netting you a star player. No, but he's freeing up some uh, some dollars. That's all I care Listen, about. If you have if you have a uh, healthier Harden, get a couple role players. Yeah. If you have healthier Harden who can put up just like twenty five a game and like consistently and like eight assists a game yeah. consistently, plus you know maybe Maxi gets a little better and Joel is just Joel, you don't need another guy making Tobias money. Just invest in other good role players. You know why I'm we so said this from the beginning. Just legit two way guys. Yeah, yes. I'm kind of like I'm kind of like sour about go like after Eric Gordon, the Sixers right now. They want to yeah, get rid of him. They're not going to do. I don't know if they're going to do that now because they just traded Christian Wood. Well, I don't know if they those, want those tires have if ran out. Dude. Listen, I'd take That's him. That's also though. true. Does it bother anybody that Doc Rivers is going to be back? Yes. Like, yes. And does it make everyone. it like it bothers I know, everyone? I'm like less like excited. Well, because it just takes well, away from this like is only your second year being. A no, Sixers. but you know, you know what's going. <laughs> this happen. is when you should opt out of Sixers. It, no, but it's going. You know, it's going to be another second round exit. You just by the way, um, unless Daryl does his job and completely revamps the bench. Well, you got to hope I that's going to happen. I think a combination of Harden not being good. Uh, when it mattered, and the bench and an unhealthy Embiid is what killed you. Well, but yeah, like, that's yeah, like that, that, that is what happened. But but like, <laughs> like, it all depends on Daryl. And but also, you got to think about like, is Doc Rivers going to like utilize his young players? Well, that's the thing. It depends on how young these guys, whoever we bring in. And is. I saw that joke of a report that they're shopping Danny Green, who doesn't have any legs anymore. Yeah. Like, come on, man! What are you Can't getting? What are you getting for forty-year-old Danny Green anyway? People would actually probably give you things for. I mean, you're <laughs> not right now. With, with trading Danny Green, you're more looking to unload right the money. Now. And the only person well, no, optimistic about his return if, is Danny Green. If you do uh, trade him, you still have to guarantee that ten mil and then trade. Uh, okay, him. Okay. Who's trading for? So a you would still be Danny paying for Green. him anyway. I don't know, Seamus. That's not. We're not Daryl Morey. No, but I thought that was a weird th- like report. It's like, why are they shopping a guy that doesn't have any legs? Because 
There's I mean, you might as well. Same as shopping just means you're seeing if anyone wants them. I know. I just think. I mean, that's just called doing your due diligence. If somebody wants a dead in the dirt Danny Green who's over, then you said he's coming back by the All Star. By break. all means. Listen, I'm, I'm fully confident as far Danny as Green will be back playing basketball. As far as basketball goes right now, I'm just happy that uh, Boston is about to be out on their ass in front of their own fans. Thank I'm God. Fucking, I'm so happy. Fuck Boston. Wow, you're really a fan of that dirty player, Draymond Green? I'm, I'm just kidding. I was rooting Draymond for the... Draymond Rules. I, I oh. loved... Everybody loves Draymond. Can I, that's <laughs> not even true. Can I talk about like... It's the, a joke the from the show You don't that remember produce. that, Taylor? I said everybody loves Draymond. Draymond. No, you said Draymond, and then I said Draymond, and you're like, oh, wait, it works. Every yeah, everybody loves <laughs> yeah, Draymond. Yeah, you messed the joke up. Yeah, everybody loves Draymond. <laughs> can we can we talk about like discourse that's been around this NBA finals real quick? Because I have I been so it. annoying. It's been awful. Like it's first been of, one of the worst finals I've ever. Like, watched. I so wouldn't dr- say that. By the way, no, no, I hate yes, how the I NBA would. just drags it out. <clears throat> for so I don't long. think the actual play on the court has been bad, but like for example. I think the Warriors, I want the Warriors to win, by the way. I hate Boston. Yeah, me too. I think they've been such soft little bitches about the whole, like, the, the stadium chanting fuck Draymond and shit, and, like, Clay Thompson acting like he's never heard a curse word before. Like, first of all, go back to 2016 or 15 when LeBron got called a pussy ass bitch in Golden State, and Clay said, Oh, I guess he just got his feelings hurt. Like, we've never heard curse words before. Now, fast forward this year, and he's like, Oh, real classy, Boston. Like, shut the yeah, fuck up. Yeah, but it's up. also Boston. They were, shut probably, up. they were probably yelling things worse than just curse words because it's Boston. They were probably racial. <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm the first one to assume shit like that, but I'm just going to assume that what we heard is what we heard. And I think it's so fucking soft, dude. Like, you're going into an opposing stadium in the finals. Especially a team of veterans like Golden State who have been there, done that a thousand times. It's just hypocritical when you're saying LeBron got his feelings hurt because he got cursed at, and then you're crying about it. I think Clay's a baby anyway. Well, I, I don't... Listen, I want Golden State to win, and I fucking hate Boston. I just think that specific... Part of this final, I'm, finals happy, I'm is ridiculous. happy for Al And I also think it's ridiculous that people are like <laughs> shitting all over Draymond Green, like with the whole podcast thing. Like, he does like 10 minute episodes. Well, he had a like horrific, horrific game for Well, him. he's not good. Like, what? He's not anymore. Draymond Green is not good. Draymond Green, I don't think it's a hot take to say anymore on off. Vince just lost you, his marble. You're laughing. Like, I don't know if you're laughing at my Draymond take. Draymond Green is not good. <laughs> no, the way you said he's not good. Draymond Green on offense is no longer good, yes. Is that's a hot take? He can drive yeah. the ball. Yeah, he. What did said he average? Four points this year? Yeah, but he. Uh, they were he a good four that's points. That's not what he needs to yeah, do. Yeah, you have Steph Curry. What, yeah. the, what are you talking you guys, about? Steph I'm, goes nuclear. Draymond Green, like amazing defensive game. player. Draymond yeah. Green, horrible offensive player. He's he a, knows one of the best passers in the NBA. And he's, <laughs> like, yeah, he's a legit playmaker. Yeah. Yeah, but he's like So 40. I'm confused at what we're talking about then, how he had a bad game. No, Draymond isn't that good anymore. Draymond is not. Yeah, he's not that good anymore. Yeah, this no. is. I, he's no, good on I, defense. That's I it. He's, he's still took, a legitimate the way, playmaker. They took him yeah. out of the game, I, yeah, out of one of those games earlier. Yes, early, game that, four. Yeah, though, that as was, I just talked And about. that was controversial. Yeah. Why? He's a liability on offense. What do you but mean, like, why? Okay, even if Draymond was a controversial. Even if Draymond was still. Because that's a guy you've been riding with for the past, what, six, seven seasons? offensive player. Even if Draymond was still He's like performing Simmons. at a high level, I don't understand why people think a 10-minute podcast nah, is like ridiculous. affecting that. It's way better than In the Green Room or whatever the hell that thing's called. Like, Which, by the way, isn't even hosted by Danny Green. It's his best friend. Yeah, thank you Harrison for clarifying Sanford. because but, they're but, both green. No, but... but <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm going to leave now. In disgrace. I, I just... Uh. <laughs> We're gonna look back on that uh 2016 game seven stat line by Draymond like it was an alien. Thirty, he had like thirty two. 
Are you saying what to me? Yeah, I was just laughing at what they were saying. So yeah, I'm know. just saying Danny Green's podcast is terrible. That's all. Draymond's is better. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Well, Draymond probably is the second best podcast by an NBA. Well, I guess JJ. JJ's I was going to say Infowars. JJ's a former. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, I don't know. Draymond might be third because Up in Smoke with Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson is really good. By the way, by the way, Vince, th- this would this would like really like you would appreciate this. So I come home. From I work. better appreciate. I it. come home from work yesterday. You and even my dad would, even my dad was like, "This is like absolutely like ridiculous." What? He, he was goes, it a sh- picture of Trump naked? No, he goes, "Shame, <laughs> you'll never believe the disaster that just like occurred." That's what, exactly what he said. I said, "What?" So I'm thinking, "Oh, we got nuked, but we don't know <laughs> it, or like Trump Jr.'s Keith Richards or something." So I'm like, "Dad, what happened?" And he goes, "Dude, guess who did a podcast together?" And like multiple episodes were recorded. I was like, "What?" Alex Jones and Mike Tyson. <laughs> And, and dude, he shows me a clip. My dad's what? shaking his head like, what the hell is this madness? And that's my dad talking. And he and all I hear is, well, Alec, thank you for having me on my show. Um, uh, it's, yeah, cancel culture is really bad. That's why I bit off some guy's ear. Like some weird shit like that. And then Alex is like, well, Mike, at least you have the balls for coming on my show. And I appreciate that. Now, what do you think about Building 7? Did it come down? Did it come down? And my dad's like, well, Alex, I don't know what you're talking about, uh, but I got to go. Back when Joe Rogan was like not a far right nut, I remember when he, he had Alex Jones on his podcast that before, so and that was one of my favorite episodes of podcasting ever because the Alex Jones is such a nut. That should have gave you High an idea. By the way, that should have gave you an idea of where Joe Rogan was. But whatever. well, yeah, COVID. He's really, known Alex Jones for like ever. COVID really brought bizarre. it out of him. Bizarre, just a bizarre. <laughs> yeah, guy. money probably brought it out of him too. Although uh, you know true, what, man, true. like whatever. The Rogan thing I could talk about for hours. And you we'll you become the character that you play on. Air. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. Lines get blurred. Do you think Alex Jones like goes home to his wife and says, What's up, buddy? How are you? Like, is that like actually who he is? Listen, people are running the like, government. Like, listen, the, no, I saw Obama shape shift. That's that's uh that's what his wife is. He actually gets the bit from his wife. I mean, you know Andrew Dice Clay, right? Yes. <laughs> oh of course I know Andrew Dice Clay. I, he literally Do you know Andrew turned, Dice Clay Vince? I have no heard way. of him. He opened up for Arnie Lang. Have you watched Entourage? Yeah. Johnny Bananas. You remember that? This, yeah. this isn't going to help what I'm going to say. Though. So, Taylor, Taylor, finish your point. I'll suckle on this wing. Anyway, he became his onstage persona, like just this crazy yeah, like, yeah, alcoholic yeah. guy. Like he literally became that. So after you do something for a while. Taylor, I'll send you a link to, blurs. to a Dice Clay. Um, it's ep- bad. Epic moment. It's bad. This was about 10, 15 years ago when the Howard Stern show was still in New York City. Um, apparently, Artie Lang was asked by Dice Clay to open up at the Borgata for Dice because Dice was headlining. It's a comedy tour. Yes. And um, Artie went on the air with Howard and kind of like nonchalantly said, like Dice Clay came up and Howard was talking about Andrew. And Artie was like, yeah, he actually like owes me money, but like I don't really care, whatever, <laughs> whatever. And Howard was like, wait a minute, Andrew Dice Clay owes you money for what? He goes, well, we were in AC at the Borgata and he told me that he was going to pay me all this money to open up for him. I did the did the show for him. It was a great show. It was a great room. And he just never paid me. He made up all these excuses and whatever. Dice Clay calls into the Howard Stern show, and him and Artie Lang just go after each other for like 45 minutes. It was hilarious. That's spicy. That was, dude, it was great because you could tell it was like genuine. Because you, here's how Old you could tell drama. Here's how you could tell it was like a genuine thing because Howard like barely said a word. It was just Artie Lang and Andrew Dice Clay just like going at it. 
It was. I wonder if he ever got his money. I don't think so. Probably not, dude. Dice, I could. Uh, but I, I could totally spend it all. But that's another code. reason why I was like, dude, I could totally see Dice just being a scumbag like that. Yeah, probably, hey, I, probably a blackjack I could, guy. I couldn't care less about rich people arguing over their money. I, dude, I'd Personally. be surprised if Dice Clay was rich. Fucking capitalism. I don't care. He's uh, yeah. He's a very AI type guy where he just gets his money and spends it all on a bunch of fucking stupid shit. True. And by the way, Artie Lang, I don't think is too rich either because he's. I think he's in like a halfway house right now in New Jersey. Nice. I mean, dude, everyone knows he's been battling addiction for a long time. Just got really dark really quick. Yeah. I thought you were going to make a joke. No. no, no. <laughs> There's no, no, nothing to joke about there. <laughs> There's nothing to joke about there. I mean, we could make a 9-11 joke and that could, you know, rise the mood. Lighten the mood. <laughs> lighten it a little bit, you know. You go, you light it up just like Building 7. Yeah, just like Building <laughs> you 7. You guys like that screenshot I sent earlier? Those oh, the 9-11 do you, do you, ones. Do you know what that's from? <laughs> Those Dolly. Yeah, yeah, the Dolly yeah. thing, they're funny as fuck. No, it's this AI uh, yeah, image generator. They are very funny. I don't think he knows Vince Quinn it, posted <laughs> one, and it was Jordan Mailata as a, um, a running back. I thought, uh, that, I thought that was hilarious. I mean, that's like the least funny one. Man, this yeah. is this has turned into like an anti Bell and the Birdman show. I mean, there are like you're you're talking about <laughs> Taylor gets all his you're talking about Jordan. I don't mean it, but I hate jo- John Evans. You're talking about Jordan Mailata as a running back being the funniest one. Meanwhile, people are posting like Eminem rap battling Hitler or Ben Simmons being on wanted posters. Oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> or, saw, is there or, any Bruce Springsteen so ones? Or Darth Vader golfing? Are there any Springsteen ones, Taylor? Nobody cares. I saw I saw Darth Vader mowing his lawn. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. But like, can you explain to me like what it is? It's an AI. You type. Type in anything you want to see. It can be as website? specific as you want. Can I do it now? Is uh, it the, the website's been like it, crashing. It crashes. You yeah. have to keep hitting. Oh, enter. we got breaking news. My personal <laughs> favorite was the Teletubbies <laughs> burning across. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen has joined Paul McCartney tonight on stage at MetLife Stadium oh, in New Jersey playing Glory Days together. And I want to be Ugh. your man. Why would he ruin Paul's show like that? Yeah. And too bad everyone there was probably hoping to see him instead of that corpse of a McCartney. But no, anyway, they were hoping to see Ringo, because Ringo was supposed to come out and join Paul every time he was in the same city this time, but half his band got COVID. Ringo oh. canceled all his shows this week. Yeah, because Ringo's with his uh, yeah, all-star more like band. Ring stop. R- Ringo's with his all-star <laughs> band. Dude, that's not even funny, dude. Ringo Starr's like 80-some years old. Dude, get a fucking life, dude. This turned into the Ringo Starr podcast. One of the most iconic drummers of all time. I just lost Charlie Watts from the Stones. Mick Jagger currently has COVID right now. It's not going well for me. Oh, okay? no. Seamus, Sh- Sh- for the record, Seamus is the ultimate, like, who cares when old people die? And suddenly he gives <laughs> so many fucks when old people exactly. die now. <laughs> You're the number one shitter on up people when we, like, say, you know, oh, man, this person died. And you're like, oh, dude, they were world. old. Who cares? Dude, we'll talk Juice about like, yeah, we'll talk about like twenty-year-old rappers getting slaughtered. For let me let me real quick, I gotta go back to a time in the podcast like last week or some shit. R.I.P. Tupac. Let me give some context here. Seamus, anytime a rapper dies, could be Juice World, could be fucking uh, Mac Miller. I was anybody. gonna say it doesn't King matter Von. what Seamus are. King either. Von. Seamus yeah. will say I don't. Seamus will say who? Why do people even care? No matter how. First of all, Juice World is like one of the most popular rappers out at the well, time. Was and Seamus would go, who is that? And then Seamus made... Yeah, it says the guy that knows the whole fucking on. bench dev of the Phillies. <laughs> Who cares? Hey, you talk about Raul Gyro Munez again like that. We're going to have That might as well have been a player. Hold on. I, I have to find this. Here we go. I was a player. Um, Seamus, Seamus is talking about uh, something, and he says, It's all good, man. I just know so much more about baseball than all of you. I'm like the Jack Hanna of baseball knowledge. To which the group chat collectively says, "Who the fuck is Jack Hanna?" And Seamus <laughs> says, I, "By the way, I, I, I still hold, don't believe you guys." Let me finish. Guys. 
that was Seamus' brother, and I emphasized the text, and Seamus says, the two most uncultured people in the world, Vincent Pat, he's a zookeeper, like the most <laughs> famous zookeeper in the world, to which Pat removed Seamus from our group chat and said, this motherfucker just started talking about zookeepers. So keep in mind, again, Seamus will say, Seamus will be like, who the fuck is Juice World, or who was this insanely popular mu- musician, and then shamed us because we didn't know a zookeeper. <laughs> From fucking 50 years ago. Literally later. insanity. <laughs> and then to went on fair, to say Steve Irwin's a terrorist. To be fair, to be fair, <laughs> he did say that also. Well, Irwin's a war criminal of the animal world. <laughs> he should he should have went to the animal Gitmo. Oh, no. He's he's rubbing, he's rubbing hot sauce in his eyes. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like... <laughs> you idiot. I feel you like idiot. this is literally what they tell you not to do on hot ones. There's habanero peppers <laughs> inside right. of me. On that note, we got to wrap up here. I'm blind. Stevie... <laughs> Cue cards, please. <laughs> oh God! All right, but let me defend the Jack Hannah thing real quick. <laughs> There's no defending that. He came on the the cartoons after the cartoons every what Saturday. What cartoons? <laughs> <laughs> what cartoons? Vince, you were a 90s kid. You were uh, no, but oh, God, it burns. Oh, you guys were like what 90 fucking seven? Uh, well, he was like 94. 96. I'm oh, turning 30. Suck. I'm turning 30 this August. Like hey, Seamus is born the same year Tupac oh, dies. God, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and he was my age when he died. And you know what? I I wouldn't be too upset if that happened to me right now. But <laughs> not that right. You dump enough wing sauce in your eyes, oh, what happened? <laughs> God. Um. Uh. So Jack Hannon. <laughs> Nobody get, fucking cares he about used Jack. He's a guest on the late night shows, and he's one of the most <laughs> famous zookeepers. But in all seriousness, yeah, I, collect, I, like <laughs> respectively to the other zookeepers. Yeah, he's probably the most popular, but that doesn't mean anyone fucking knows who he Ron is. Miguel. Listen, all I gotta say is I also got roasted. Kevin James and we bought a zoo. <laughs> I also, he asked the most famous zookeeper. I ever. also got roasted in this group chat a couple days ago. All I said was fuck, and, and, I, and I I sent a link. And it said Mick oh, Jagger yeah. has to cancel. Uh, the, the Stones have to cancel show because Mick Jagger's been tested positive for COVID nineteen. To which my brother replies, "Oh yeah, because we were all going to be at, at San Jamar Stadium in, in New Luxembourg tonight. We all had tickets for that one." It's like, no, I, I'm saying fuck, not because I got fucked out of tickets, but because Sir Mick Jagger is almost eighty years old and COVID kills the elderly. But you're the type of guy that says an eighty. Mick Jagger's different than Juice World, dude. He was more important than Juice World. I'm sorry. He was more important than <laughs> Mac Miller. I'm sorry. I would just like to call back the people that don't remember. We oh. talked about on this podcast. Were you going to bring up X no, it was like, now? No, it was like Fox News was like pushing stories about how the Pope was dying. <laughs> and you said something like, the Pope is an old it man. Him dying wouldn't be a surprise. <laughs> but you're going to be surprised if fucking 80-year-old Mick Jagger fucking kicks the bucket. I mean, the Pope may or may not have fucked David Bowie also. But I mean, Mick Jagger's different. Anally. But um, I, I don't know. Jack- on that note, <laughs> oh god, what thank a great you very show. much for listening. Mitch, you everybody. made me laugh so hard. Oh, man. Please Fuck. don't forget about the merchandise store on T Public. Yeah, it's still it's still pinned to our Twitter profile. I'm pretty sure they have a sale like every fucking weekend at this point. So just <laughs> just keep looking and at it. And if yeah, I could give a quick shout out to uh, my place of work, uh, Mexi Pizza in Havertown, if you're in Delco, providing us with the hot sauce in yeah. Seamus's eyes. We have some. <laughs> we have some. Honestly, we have some great wings, and we're located in Havertown on Westchester Pike, right next. to to the McDonald's and the Starbucks. Taylor, did you like the wings from Mexican the Pizza? Li- the wings are delicious. Oh, dude, they, they were su- that's such a good place. It's All right, got you know who makes them? Food. Name Miguel. Dog. 
I mean, I make the tacos. Mr. Taco I, Man I, himself. I, I send the recipe to Tinder Girls. <laughs> can, then yeah, can you tell that story use again? Use me for my ingredients and then <laughs> on the match. If we're, if we're all plugging here at the end of the show, uh, check out the Stars and Gripes. Yeah, uh, well, nobody James cares about that. Me and James' new podcast. Time. We did first episode. More will be coming, but uh, check that out if you'd like. Yep, yep. Hopefully another one's going to drop early next week. Sean's Arzation, we know you'll be listening. <laughs> and um, we look forward to everyone uh, joining us next week when we discuss other zookeepers. And, <laughs> and I'll explain to you guys more. Yeah, uh, our homework is to come back with our definitive top five <laughs> list of zookeepers. And this is going to be a heated debate. Yeah, it is. Steve right. Irwin, Bindi well, Irwin. No, 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 no. I'll explain to you why Steve Irwin is a war criminal next at 11. <laughs> All right. Love you guys. See you next week. <laughs>